All right, recording. So Joey, thanks for coming out. How's, uh, how's the trip been so far? It's been pretty good, thanks for having me. It's, uh, well besides the other day, weather's, weather's prime, right? It was, yes. It was the, the rain, like that rain that made me feel like I was back at home. <laughs> Have you got snow back home at the moment? No, so, well, no, we haven't. It's crazy, the last few years we haven't really been getting much snow. I think we, because I plow, but I think we got, I plowed twice so far this year. But it's mm. been like mid 40s, like all winter so it hasn't been too bad yeah yeah and i we just uh, we've actually just done a podcast pretty much just catching up me and you like yeah. and actually these same questions again I'm, that's why i'm excited for this one there's so much stuff i don't know and um you know say your sun races supercross and um and your career as bmx i think we've got loads of stuff to talk about um i guess let's start with uh, how did it start how did you find bmx so I found BMX, um, one of my best friends from back home, I mean, he still is. So he, he raced BMX and there was this local track, like not far from my house. It was actually called Jockey Hill BMX. It was made in like a, like a shale pit. So I used to go and watch him. I was always, since I was little, obsessed with bikes, like just obsessed with them. And, uh, you know, you make jumps on the side of the road in somebody's yard, you know, mm -hmm. that, you know, all that. So, but he actually raced. And so I used to go watch him and I always wanted to do it, but like, the younger years, just like financially, my dad just couldn't afford to do it. So uh, I never got to do it, so I would just go watch him. And then one summer, I don't, I was telling you before, I don't know if maybe my buddy Billy's dad or maybe my dad um, paid, like I got to do it for the first, and I was just like so hooked. I think that summer I did it like three times. And then <laughs> that was like it. Um, and I was just like totally hooked from there. But I didn't race, um, yeah, it was like very sporadic, you know, until like, when the Hendersons took me in and that's when it was like, cause they had started racing too. And it was, uh, then it just was like a family thing. And then it was just on from there. So local scene, local track. So local, that Jockey Hill track, like when we started, I think it just, I could be, I could be wrong, but it, that track closed down. And I think that track was supposed to move to where Kingston was okay. and it was supposed to actually be an MBL track. Yeah. I don't know the, you know, the politics of the whole thing, but something happened and it ended up becoming an ABA track. So, uh, but I didn't race there for a few years when they first opened, I would go down like again with my buddy Billy. And then, mm -hmm. um, I think 96 is like when we all started doing it. Yeah. So and that's about an hour from New York. Yeah. It's about an hour from outside the city. Yeah. yeah it's in Kingston. Um, there's tracks still there. You know, my parents still run the track to this day and have like no dog. And my nephew, Caston, like he was doing it for a bit. He still, he still goes down there and rides and stuff, but he's really into wrestling and all that stuff. But um, yeah, they still run it to this yeah, day. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So was you good when you first got into it? Can you remember your first couple of races? And yes. Stuff? I crashed a ton, like oh, so much. Like you just, cause you don't know how to race. And right. like these tracks that, um, that Jockey Hill track, I didn't really crash there much. That was pretty fun. Um, but then you get to like, like that Kingston track was pretty like peaky and stuff. And you, you don't know how to control your speed. Mm -hmm. So you just like in the woods, like we'd have homemade BMX tracks and you just pedal, you know, racing with your buddies and you race as, you know, you pedal as fast as you can pedal. Yeah. That doesn't work like on a BMX track. So no. oh, I used to just crash and crash and crash. Like literally uh, like every time I race, like when I started racing, I just used to crash. And then you figure it out as it goes on. So, but I did, I think it was like, I didn't have fear as a kid. So I used to turn that switch off. Uh -huh. So I like, used to like win like local stuff like a lot mm -hmm. but i was just i wasn't afraid to go fast or crash so. was there any like local top guys that you kind of you know looked yeah. up to and watched or anything yeah there was so 
um, Todd Wells. Oh, the mountain bike guy. Yes. So okay. his parents used to run Jockey Hill. Okay. So he was mu he was much older. I was younger, but him, mm -hmm. um, Louis Delfino, who's like he was. I'd say it all the time. He gets mad when I say it, but he's like our Brian Foster. Right. So like racing, he had the best. He was an NBL guy. His style was just unbelievable, and yeah. like, he was so good at trails, and and uh, we all grew up looking up to him because he was right from our area, mm -hmm. and. Uh, but he was also somebody like when we go to the trails and stuff, he's that guy that like tells you to this day, I still actually ride with him and he'll be like, you hit the jump in this exact sect. Like he was just, he was right. just good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he wanted to see everybody get better and mm -hmm. it's crazy. He's, he literally is that same person right now. And, uh, so we looked up to him and then we had, uh, I don't really, we didn't have like a ton of talent from like Kingston, but you know, all the Long Island guys were like super good and you know, all that, but I didn't know who they were until yeah, know, started racing nationals and stuff. Yeah, because obviously the Seven Eleven trails and stuff was that yeah. was that too far away for you? It or? was, but I yeah. did. I had gone. I did go there before right. I got because there was a uh, Shoreham. 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 Yeah, so they a had a good riders there. Yeah, yeah, a lot of good riders. And that track was like when I tell you, like it was, it was crazy. Like the some of like the good when they'd have nationals, their, their last straightaway used to be a humongous. Like no, it was it was super deep, double mm -hmm. double, and like. That time they had a national there, I seen so many like, you know, good riders snap their bikes. Right. But the, the it was a BMX track that was literally trails. It was built by like Irochi, Rabo, like all yeah, them. all them good guys. Yeah. Everything was the jumps were huge. And yeah. The lips were huge. It was the track was crazy back then. Mm -hmm. But I at one of the nationals we went to Seven Eleven, and because uh, you know you always seen it in the videos. Yes. You know, yeah. And then yeah. there was that ad. Mm. Was did Rabo ride for Auburn? Yes. So yes. Remember like they he jumped that huge double where yes. was it Mo? Who's the other, his teammate? I mean, on Auburn, there was, uh, Todd Corbett was a pro. Yeah, it was a short dude. Um, Timmy Strelacki? Mogi Bit. Oh, Bogey Gibbons. Right? Bogey, yeah, 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 think, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's actually when they were on Universe. Okay, maybe. I think that was another company. Univega, yeah, Univega. yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, did yeah. that for a while, yeah. yeah. He was like, in, some of them, somebody was like literally standing in the middle of this double. The thing was huge, like Rob was just Right, he has so much coverage, it's hard to yeah, remember all yeah, of it, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, So those 7-Eleven trails in person were like, Mm -hmm. They were good. We'd rode like some stuff there, but not like the big stuff. Yeah, be a lot of props videos and stuff. And there were so it. many people there. It was kind of like intimidating. You know, we were like quote unquote racers, mm -hmm. even though like all those guys still raced at the time. Yeah, it was just an intimidating like atmosphere because those guys were so like so good. Yeah. So, so when did you start getting into the nationals and stuff then? So I think my first national was um, I think maybe ninety seven. 98 mm -hmm. I could be I could be wrong but it was at it was at um Egg Harbor okay yeah the old track where Jay Rich is from yeah um it was there and then I think my first ABA race was well I know it was it was uh the old Ben Salem track do you remember that yeah I think I raced a gold cup there yeah yeah it had a huge starting hill yeah and it had a real big double what was it bumps and berms or something right that was York that's oh, what York. the gold cup was okay yeah I, was, right. I just was talking about that to Jay remember you had to walk all the way up the yes hill? yeah yeah, yeah it's yeah, very yeah. English 80s style that yeah. track was yeah. yeah you could see yeah. the Harley Davidson factory in yes. the distance yeah so um uh Ben Salem was but we didn't actually get the race because like all of our bikes got stolen like at the national oh so wow really you never got them back no, we never got them back. I think I borrowed a bike and like raced the, it was, our bikes got stolen Friday night and then, so we didn't race Saturday and then like I borrowed somebody's bike on Sunday. I remember it was a mutter 
I mean, you know, ABA, they just run it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you ran with your bike more than you actually pedaled it. Right. So, but back then that was like, it sucked, but it was also fun. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah. And then after that, we, we started racing a lot, like in 97, cause in 96, um, you know, we had, I was, Jojo got killed in our driveway, you know, with the whole UPS truck thing. And then like, it was just. My mom took like all of us and we just went racing like every weekend. Yeah. So it was just like the, just having everybody. Would you go like out of state or just kind yeah. of locally? Yeah. So we were doing a lot of, um, back then, remember, they used to have so many Gold Cup qualifiers. Mm -hmm. So we were doing them. We were doing like, all, we, we did like almost all of them the, the year that, that JoJo got killed. And it was, uh, we raced a lot. We were racing like them. And then we'd race like Kingston Point on Saturdays. Saturday mornings. Then we were driving to Cedar, Pennsylvania, Saturday night to right. race. And then we were going, there was this track in Jersey. It was called Secaucus BMX. We'd ride there on Sundays. Mm -hmm. So we were racing, like, we were racing a lot. So, Any sponsors or anything yet? Or? Nah, we were just, just load the band up and go. Yeah. And just load, load everybody up and just go have fun. And then you said that we, we came into town, the GT yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, and we, Empire Nationals. We, we did a clinic yeah. at your track, you were saying? Yeah, we did a clinic and... I didn't get to do it, but I went and watched. Like, right. you know, you're like, oh, you, got, you know, like back then, you know, you guys were the firm. Like, the whole having GT at your track was like yeah. huge. And it was like, oh, yeah, it was, it was well, a the big truck deal. driver would be on literally on the road all summer. And then we would come in, certain GT riders would come in and do two weeks with the, with the truck driver and go around and do a bunch of clinics. So, and you'd always back it onto a race. So we yeah. came out racing. that box truck, right? That yeah, box yeah, there was that. Yeah. And then they had a dually after that. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I, I remember that race because I, I've got footage of, uh, me and Greg Romero. Um, we did that race and then we went into New York mm -hmm. and we're messing around. I was telling you earlier, I was messing around in the hotel with a camera, just like filming and talking to each other. And I was watching this a couple of years ago and we look out the window and we're, we're literally, our hotel is right next to the twin towers, yeah. which is trippy. And I'm like, Oh, look at these two big buildings, you know? Yeah, and then crazy. obviously all we know what happened years later, but that's how I remember that trip. And, uh, yeah, yeah. It's always, always, you know, didn't race too much out in that area, but when I did, I really enjoyed it, you know, just yeah, it, it was thing. good. Like having you guys there was like, you know, especially back then, like you just seen you guys in the magazines. So, mm -hmm. it was, you know, it's trippy, like, and yeah, it was, it was pretty crazy. Like to have you guys there, you know, I was one of them, like coming up, getting all your guys autographs. Right. And, you know, all of us were, cause it was like, like that was the first, I don't know. I don't know when they, I know they had a few national, like ABA nationals throughout mm -hmm. the years. And, uh, and I don't know if that was the first one, second one, like whatever it was. I don't know if they had one before I started racing, but yeah, it was, it was crazy having you guys there. It was, yeah, it was pretty mind blowing. You guys probably had the best of both worlds because you was racing NBL and ABA, you know? Yeah. So, like, well, yeah. yeah, we were like the Kingston track was ABA and, um, but the, like that jockey L track was NBL would have closed. But then we had a, another track open, like an exit down the road. That was NBL, it was New Paltz. It was, it was kind of weird. We were, we were like the only ABA track around. It was mm -hmm. NBL tracks everywhere. Yeah. So it kind of didn't make sense, but it, it just, when you're racing local, you don't think like ABA, NBL, you're just racing your bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're actually still the racing to it. Yeah. And then like, as we started traveling more, like as a family and stuff, it was, uh, we, it just made more sense to race NBL because the tracks were everywhere, but we did do like the gold cup stuff because mm -hmm. that was, you know, they always had like, it was, it was in York for a few years, that bumps and berms track. Yeah. The championships. And it was in the fall, which is like the best weather you can get yeah. back East. So yeah, it was good times. Yeah. So when did you start really like traveling out and, and chasing nationals and stuff? Would that come up the next couple of years? Yeah. It would come up the next couple of years. Cause then like 
we started racing like a lot more NBL nationals. We would do that. We would do the East Coast ABA stuff. Yeah. Um, but we were doing like all like the NBL stuff, and then it, it just each year it just got like more serious and more serious, and then like, um, Mikey and like Crystal, they got like on Dan's. This is the Hendersons, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got on Dan's and stuff. So then we were doing like you know because back then Dan's did like everything. Mm -hmm. I wasn't on Dan's yet, and then um. We were just, we just raced like everything, you know, the Christmas classic. So I started, I started getting better and better and better. And then, then, you know, started like actually like, you know, getting good results in mains and stuff. And then yeah. Dan, then Terry put me on Dan's when I think my first, I remember my first race for her was in, uh, I think Sarasota and, uh, yeah. And then started. Who was you racing then? Then who was some of the big guys? Uh, so back then it was like, it was like Colin Proctor, you know, Timmy Sonner, McGonagall. Oh, you raced Timmy, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. McGonagall. Timmy used to get into it, didn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 he loved it. He absolutely loved it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, Colin Proctor, you know, a bunch of like the big, like a lot of the guys in our, like, well, you know, if NBL had such good talent in Florida. Yeah. So a lot of, a lot of Florida guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mike wasn't was he number one at some point? McGonagall. Yeah, like on. Yeah, he won. I always say this. I gave the title. He won the year that I got into the fight at the finish line at the eight, the MDL Grand with the purse. No. Nope. Oh, that was another one before. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mikey, my little Mikey got him and Phil Delizio were yeah. cutting. Remember the year at the the MDL Grands, they did fourteen and over and thirteen and under practice made. I mean, for amateurs, okay, it made no sense. So it was always huge. It was huge. Yeah, yeah. So at the NBL Grands, they just decide we're doing fourteen and over. Right. So Chaotic. Mikey and Phil, being who Mikey and Phil were, like mm. they're cutting the line. Right. So <laughs> it was like half of it was fourteen and over, half of it was fourteen and over, whatever, whatever it was. So a, an older dude like grabbed them up, but he right. grabbed Mikey up right. and slammed them on the ground. And then it came to my attention. Well, I was in the back of right. the practice thing, and I see all this commotion. And of course I hear his mouth cause he had a big mouth and, uh, <laughs> and then they came and got me and it was like, I was so protective of him. Mm -hmm. So it was like, first of all, you're a grown man. Like yeah. I get it. Like he, I'm the first to say like, he's my little brother. He's a little asshole. He's got a big mouth. I hundred percent believe he was cut. He was cutting the line. We don't right. know that, but like, bro, you're going to slam the, like he's legit slammed him. So like I just seen red and I wait, they pointed him out. He was in practice, came across the finish line. I just grabbed the dude up at the finish line <laughs> and it was a pretty, like, I just did what I did. And then big upshaw, Jeffrey's dad. Big, big Jeff. Yeah. He grabbed me. He's like, you fucking crazy, fucking crazy. And like, they shuffled me out of there and then they hid me in the van because the cops and stuff came. Uh, and what year grounds were this? <sighs> Late nineties? No, this was 2000. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, um, so me and McGonagall were tied for that title. Okay. Like we all had our... That's 17 and over or... No, that was 21, 24. Okay. And um, so I had all my wins. He had all his wins. And like, I give, I was giving it to him that year. Right. So, so <laughs> like he would smoke me down the first straightaway, but I would like reel him in. And, right. Uh, yeah. So I got kicked out for the weekend. So he couldn't even go. Yeah. yeah so he just got the... He just, you know, he just wheeled He was pretty on hyper or something, right? Yeah, he was on hyper. Yeah, yeah. But that's when the Dan's and hyper thing... I mean, even though we were all cool, but like yeah. that tension with hyper and Dan's was so... Because it was between those two, you well, know? Dan's were always up for team stuff, weren't Always they? Yeah. up for team. Like, she yeah. was like... She had that... Mm -hmm. She had it figured out. Like, yeah. She was a manager. She knew, like... She came to you, she's like, you're on team chief for this, this, this. You got to win this. You got to... And we used to race, like, every class. I remember back then it was 
like we raced cruiser. Mm-hmm. I was racing 18 and over because I was a money cru- cruiser, 18 and over cruiser. Oh, they did do that, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they did do that. And then 16 and over open, and then you'd race your class. So it was a lot of racing. We did a lot of races at those small nationals too, which is like a lot. You're back. To back yeah, to back yeah. To back. So, but yeah, it was good times. And then, so carry on the next couple of years then. So I turned, I got suspended for six, six months. Yeah, they, I got, I, they suspended me and Mikey. And, uh, but I was turning pro after that anyway, but obviously it was, I got suspended. I was going to do that. Um, that's was the following, was it the following weekend or like a month after was that Woodward race? Remember the downhill race? They literally, da- the, so yeah. that had been about 2001, 2000-ish? Yeah, because I think Timmy did it. It was the year, I might, I could, I could botch it. There was a couple there. They had a couple yeah, there, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, so I got suspended for six months. Mikey was suspended too, so we didn't, I don't even think we raced again until like the Christmas Classic. Right. Yeah. And then did you get, did you go, when did you go pro then? I went pro, mm, I think right after that. I don't know if I raced the Christmas Classic as an amateur and then went like pro. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. You exactly. were still on dance, you know? Or no, no. When felt? I felt. Yeah, then I got on. I th- think then, yeah, I got on felt. So, how did that, all that come about? So, Carlos, um, Carlos Perez, he used to run. He was a team manager of felt East Coast. Okay. They had two. They had that one guy. Who raced? He he raced too. I think his name was Scott or something. Oh, he Scott was, Angus, yeah, yeah, the tall yeah. guy. Yeah, he, he still races. races. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Race still does teams, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So he had the West Coast felt team, and Carlos had the East Coast uh, felt team, and uh, I started riding for Carlos, and he picked me up as that's yeah as a pro. So I rode for him for a few years, and then um, yeah, actually for more than a few. Years. Well, I was on that team, and then that team actually they stopped the BMX program mm-hmm. for like a. Yeah, they they stopped it for like a year, and then we that's when we switched to GT. Okay, remember when they did that like little push? Yeah, and uh, he ran that team, and then I think it went back to felt. Like hmm. I'm pretty sure. And then after that, then I started riding for Madeira and Profile. Yeah, and that kind of brings you into the uh, the Vet but, Pro, yeah. right? That's where me and you raced. Yeah. So tell us about racing Vet Pro. Some of the guys in our class at the time. Yeah, it was it was good. So I was like, you know, you're racing a pro, and it was like. I got a few times like to that money where you're going to be double A. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it just didn't make, it just didn't make sense. Especially being where you're located, yeah, where you I'm know? located. Yeah. So it was like, you know what I mean? You're getting up, you're getting older and it makes like no sense. Like, why am I mm. going to turn? I could have easily turned double A because you know how the money was in the ABA. Yeah. Especially the East because you made more money on the East Coast. Single easier A, to get that. ABA, it's way easier to get the money. Yeah. So we decided, you know, I would turn vet. That's when it was 30. Mm. And, uh, and then Carlos was all about it. Everybody was all about it. So I turned and I remember my first national was uh, Delaware. Remember that Delaware track? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was an ABA national. So that I was the track I was telling you earlier about the same weekend as the uh, yeah, yeah, X yeah. Games. That's, I went to a Delaware okay. national or a Gold Cup. Yeah. So I was, yeah. I was like stoked. You know, it was like a new, a new, cha- like a new challenge. You know, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, everything's new and all that stuff. And mm. oh, I had a blast. It was like purse was there. And, you know, oh, I loved it. it just lo- I loved it. It was like. You know, and I was riding like really good, but you know, he was, you know, I was the new guy. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, a lot of people, it was just people trying to like get a little rough, which I, I love that anyway. Yeah. So I, yeah. Like, you were ready for it. Yeah. It was like, come on guys. All the shit I've been through in life, you're not going to intimidate me on a bicycle. Right. So yeah. So it was good. And purse raced me like 
rough. I mean, you guys grew up racing him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I actually grew up like loving how he raced, you know? So it's like, it made it like even funnier. Like when we used to get, I mean, you know, we used to yeah, get into yeah. that stuff. I, I he loved, loved to try and intimidate people, oh, you know, especially loved, like yeah. say somebody new or somebody from another country. Uh -huh. Oh yeah, he tried. He definitely, you know, we, we got him, but, it's, but I, I literally, I'd go to the races knowing like, you know, I probably would battle like with him and mm -hmm. I knew like how he was and I just loved it. Right. I look forward to it. Where most people are like, you know, trying to stay away from him. Yeah, him. yeah. Like, oh, it's a shame it. you didn't get a chance to do double A because you, like say, with that yeah. kind of riding, was good, you know? You're yeah. not intimidated. Yeah. And... It was good. I, I just, I wasn't good enough. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't going to, it was, it was easy to turn, but then you're just getting spit out the back anyway, you know? Mm -hmm. So, but I mean, it would have been nice to do early, but I didn't really take, I didn't take racing serious. Like, I just, I, I would race on the weekends, you know, I was into all of the street and all that, you know, all that shit yeah. during the week. It's kind of yeah. like, you know, I was talking to Kaylin like a month ago and it was like, you know, I kind of like lived two lives. It was like, you mm -hmm. know, like racing kept me out of a ton of trouble. But when I went home, like to all my buddies, it was like the same shit. And yeah. I actually didn't start like training and taking it serious until, you know, when I actually did turn vet. Like say you got really fast and obviously yeah. with that, we talked about the NBL grants, you know, you had your... You won the NBL Grands in that class, yeah. and you know I was in it. Purse was in it. Yeah, Percy Owens. Percy yeah, Owens. Yeah, pretty legit. Yeah, tell us about your little running with Purse there. That's how I remember. Oh, that. that was great. I was like, oh man, this is cool watching this, and I'm not involved. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> I have a better one. I'll, so in Rockford, I think it all really started in Rockford. Mm -hmm. um, I was I was going really fast at Rockford. Mm -hmm. I think I won one of the days, and um, so the second remember the second turn at Rockford. Oh yeah. So I was winning, and. Um, Purse just came in, you know, right, he yeah, took yeah. us both out the whole class. You're going full speed into that second full turn as well. Full speed into yeah. that second turn. And so he cra he crashed, we both crashed together. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I got him like, the fuck man, he crashes like, you know, you're like, you're like bum, but it's like, it's, it, you left the door open, yeah. but he's going to take it. Yeah. Which that turn, you couldn't even leave the door open. No, you wherever you went, somebody yeah. could get there. Yeah, 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 because the turn was so small. So at the finish line, I remember he was like, you know, you know him, he just rides, he just rides off. Yeah. And I, like at the finish line where he was and like that fence thing, things, and I just, I just rammed into the back of him, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, you know, and he just sees like red, cause I just want him to like, to know. Like, yeah. First of all, I really like legit respected him and I'm, I'm, those moments like racing against him, even like him taking me out or whatever, mm. like, oh, they're just, I laugh about them now, they're great yeah. times, but I just want them to know, like, you're not, I'm not, I know you can intimidate like all these people, Yeah, like, you're not gonna intimidate me like on a, right. on a bike, you know what I mean? But it's, you know, it's all like reaction that to something that just happened. And yes, stuff, of you know course, I mean? yeah. And it's like, but then I was, I was kind of bummed because like I grew up, like I always like liked how he raced and stuff. And yeah. And I don't even think it's that he didn't like me. I think that's just who he that's, was. Yeah, yeah it just, happened with a lot of people. Yeah, you know? with a lot of people. Yeah. You know, he had run into a lot of people. And then the, the Grands thing was pretty good. He, dude, he just fucking got me in the Jackals then. Yeah, yeah. I was the Jackals then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just got me. I was go, like, you, I left the door wide open. You know what I mean? And it, it's kind of funny. A few weeks ago, my son and uh, his friend, they were, they were training. And, uh, well, they actually went to... Uh, they went to Triumph and rode, rode there, their new facility. And uh, his buddy texts me and I was like, bro, like they were, they looked, pulled up that video, video. Yeah. which I forgot about. And he was like, bro, you left that door wide open. And I was like, oh. and I was like, yeah, the jackal's down. He's like, huh? I'm like, dude, you don't know. Right. And uh, so yeah, so that was good. But then I got him the next day. Yeah, so, and you won the Grands as well. Yeah, yeah, I won the title and won the Grands. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was sick. 
So after, because I can't. I actually, that's not true. You, I won the title the next year. I don't know who won it that year. I won it that year. Yeah, 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 year. yeah. I think I just needed to make the main. Um, yeah, you just because you knew what we were all up to. But you, you guys just, were gone. I was, I was already like third, fourth, and yeah. I was like, okay, I can just sit back and watch yeah. this. Because I remember, you saying, yeah, you're like, I'm not getting involved in this. <laughs> yeah, so, no, yeah. there's no need for no need for that, you know. And actually, it was you know I was doing the uh, teammate, you know, was doing the I was the free agent team manager then, and and the next main was Christian. So I was really like. Because Christian was up was Stumpy. Whoever did the best in that one main, mm -hmm. NBL Grands was um, got the title. So it's huge for Christian, obviously, chance to get NBL title. And we both stayed together that weekend. We shared a car together. Um, it was uh, actually no, no, that was the next year with Ken Fallon, I think, with 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 Christian. But anyway, yeah, I was uh, for me it was it was a laid back weekend, really. Yeah. You know, and watching yeah. you two guys and all the drama was pretty fun for yeah, me. You know. Good. Oh yeah, I raced Ken Fallon too. I think yeah. Fallon came in the next year the next then. The year that I won the title. Yeah, yeah. So tell us maybe a little bit about that. So that year was good. I What was that, about 2010 or something? I think 2011 or 2011. 12. 2011 or 12. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, so yeah, so I actually trained with Kalen. I linked up with Kalen and I trained, remember I came out here yes, with yes. him and stuff. So I started training with him and uh, just kind of doing like his his programs and mm -hmm. like worried more about like riding my bike more you know because i was always like i you know well i thought you're like you just gotta like squat a million pounds you know I was like, yeah like, it was like meatheads back then stuff yeah so, like rode a lot and i worked hard and, and i'd say this to like everybody i definitely wasn't the best bike rider in that class but it was just i just i was so i knew how much work i put in and I yeah just, i would go to every race like i'm just gonna win you know? yeah like, confidence is a yeah, huge part of it you know and like Kalen was obvious, he had so much experience. And, mm -hmm. You know, he was such a good bike rider. So he just he he was he's like a hard ass, but he like he helped me like yeah. with everything. And that's what I love like about Australia. You know, Australians are just straight shooters. So yeah, yeah. It's like, bro, you suck here. You got to you know. It's, yeah, so it's yeah, like, yeah. It's brutally, good. even more. Yeah, English, brutally. I think. And it's like I'm from New York, so it's like yeah. I love that's how it works. We are. Yeah, it works. yeah. So like some people might would not like it wouldn't work. Would for crumble. Them. Yeah, it would crumble, but it worked for me. And then, uh, then I got on Madeira and Profile, and then I got on, we were able to pick our own bike frames, and so I got on Haro. Okay, I remember that, yeah, yeah. yeah. So DB was hook, hooking us up with Haro's, and that bike was so, like, I don't know, I just, I was so comfortable on that bike, it was yeah. a good bike, and before that, I was always something like, ah, bike's a bike, yeah. except for when I rode that GT, I was like, whoa, this was, the bottom bracket was super tall, mm -hmm. and the bike was, was tough to ride, but, um. Yeah, and it all just like started clicking, and it was it was good because it was like, you know, per Percy was going really fast. Well, Percy always is fast. Percy, yeah, I'm sure he's fast now if he's is yeah, yeah his, if he's yeah. racing, you know. Yeah, the guy never aged. Like, no, I know. Around, just, baby face, and yeah, he still baby face just ripped. Jeff. Yes. So um, yeah, Ken Fallon, like you know, Purse was still in there, and mm -hmm. you know, it was it was you know the North Carolina boys. It was it was good, and uh, yeah, just started clicking off wins and mm -hmm. went to the grands and it was like i just always rode like the grands track you know there's those few tracks you just go to and you just have like that good vibe i love that track yeah yeah me it's too. like yeah. the old you know i don't know how the new track with the big hills but that track was so mm -hmm. good and it was like i always knew i would do good there i always knew i'd do good at south park mm -hmm. like nashville like nashville. the drag strip at nashville yeah. and uh yeah i just had a killer weekend but it was like it's it's crazy. It, it like wasn't easy, but it just felt yeah, just confident. Yeah. You know? Oh, you know who else was in the class that year? And he, uh, he was like, he, I don't think he gets talked about enough. He was a really good bike rider. It was Nick Tuttle. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah he, was, he was from Paris, Lake Paris or somewhere. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. yeah. He was fast. Yeah. Like, he came into the class. He was fast. 
Um, he was he was a good time. Mm -hmm. And uh, the redhead, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he was from over here. Yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, yeah, it was good. It was good. And then yeah, won the grands, and that was like you know some people. I mean, you know, it's a vet title, or whatever. But it was like for me, like just as a person in life, like I was such a Oh, it's still a big deal. Yeah. I mean, look at Barry now. He's, he's, yeah, he's, he's takes it serious, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. You know, you see all those guys. And, and it's like, like and Barry's always been good, but yeah. it's like, I watch him, like, he might be, like, better now than, I know yeah. he, he probably, like, disagree, but when I watch him, like, on his bike, because mm -hmm. he's always been a phenomenal bike rider, but yeah. like, I don't know, like, watching him, right, he just looks, he just looks so on point like, yeah. at all times. But that was the first time in my life, you know, I was such a... You know, I had so many struggles, like, like I never really committed to anything. And that was like the first year, like I literally that year, I said, I'm going to give it one year and come give everything. Whatever mm -hmm. happens, happens. That was like the first time in my life I actually like committed to something. Yeah. So then at the end, like winning, it was like, you know, I, it's, you know. And it was probably one of the last couple of years at NBL as well, wasn't it? So I think that was. The it might have been the last yeah. year. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Got to be right. right yeah, because I didn't even, I won that title. And then the next year. Is when like everything went and we would go to vet there wouldn't even be nobody there like we didn't even get the race right and i think they did whatever they did at the the last quote unquote nbl grands or it just was like whatever but nobody mm. had races like no i didn't even get to like race so that's when i that year i started racing just the aba races yeah but yeah it was it was definitely a cool like experience I mean, my sister elena i think won the girls class like that there so yeah. like we have this like family picture of all us like at the finish line yeah that's cool and it's like yeah it was just everybody was just like cheesing and yeah it was just a, a yeah you know, no, like you so. accomplished something that you set out no i do. i think i mean you can what like i said earlier you, you can watch the vet pros now they're serious yeah. all of them guys you know mm -hmm. it's like they get the worlds and there's it's deep with um some really fast guys so. and that's how i feel yeah. it was like the mm. year that we did it like there was a lot of fast guys oh yeah and, you know it was like yeah it was it was good it was really good and people like that like that year that I did it, I won the grand. It was like so many people still stayed on like the fence line at the NBL grand, like to walk, like yeah. to watch us and stuff. And it was it did have some old school tradition yeah. that race did, yeah. didn't it? It does. Yeah. Um, so when did TJ get a bike and start? You so you got him to in him to it first, right? So when would that have been? A bit later with BMX. Yeah. So actually, he started young. Like so, he mm -hmm. started I think five. Okay. He won a couple like titles. So he rode, he rode on felt with me, mm -hmm. um, and. He rode for actually Hyper mm -hmm. with McGonagall and that whole crew, and um, and then GT like with Carlos. But he got and he was good. He used to win like a lot, and he was like he was really really like naturally talented. Mm -hmm. And uh, but he was a kid that you had a like I had a fight with him to get him to come in the house because it was like he was an outside kid. Yeah, it was like you know, on his bike twenty four seven come to the dinner table with his helmet on, you know, like, just like you have to fight, you have to fight with him. Right. He was a kid, like you'd wake up in the morning, he already be gone. Like he, and that kids don't want to leave the house. Does, yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> so, um, but he just came to me one year and was like, so his, um, his uncle, well, his aunt's, his aunt's boyfriend at the time, who was a, a, a friend of mine, like growing up or whatever, he raced dirt bikes. Mm -hmm. And so he, he was with, uh, TJ's aunt at the time. And, um, so they would, TJ's aunt would take him here and there like to ride dirt bikes. So they got him a dirt bike. So he started doing that a little bit at the time and then he just got like hooked. And, but we were still racing at the time, which was cool for me because I mean, like you're racing with your kid. It was just a cool thing. Of like, course. We're, we're yeah, traveling, yeah, we're yeah. on the same teams, we're racing together. Mm -hmm. So it was, and he was good. He won a lot. It was, it was, he was just a rad little kid. So, um, 
and he came to me one day and he was just like almost in tears and he was like like dad i don't want to like race anymore oh yeah hard for you as well here yeah I was, I was bummed but it's like i was a, i'm the type of like dad like i'm not forcing my kid to do no you don't want to like what's the sense he's not doesn't want to no be you can't yeah. and i get it he was like you know we just you know we sit at the track all day and you know it's just like when you're you get to a point where it's either like you love it or it's just like now it's just like oh i could be riding a dirt bike right so he started riding a dirt bike more and then, so he'd already started dirt biking a little bit yeah a little bit but just like going to a field or you know whatever. yeah and then um yeah he just i think it was like 12 he was just like done with it he'd race a few times like if carlos perez needed them for like a team sheet they mm -hmm. think tj will come like a connecticut national or something yeah and he would just come in jump on a bike race and that was it but he yeah. only did that for like a year and then yeah and then he started racing like locally on dirt bikes and now was you doing it as well no so i never rode dirt bikes what got him into that then just like just his aunt so his aunt just started taking them yeah and uh, that was like literally their thing because i was still racing full time so yeah i actually had nothing to do with that he was doing like the local which like the local motocross series by us is pretty pretty big mm -hmm. it's like he raced at a different track every weekend mm -hmm. and uh so he started doing that he wasn't he wasn't good by no means but he just loved it and mm -hmm. he just kept plugging away and each year he'd just get a little bit better and then he started like winning the local district series and then um it it came to, he started getting better pretty quick, and then he got an opportunity to go to a training facility down south in Georgia, which is, it's actually next to, so Davey Millsap's mom's place, MTF, and this place, it's called GPF, they're literally connected to each other. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. So we got an opportunity with one of his buddies um, who trained down there for the winter. They needed somebody to stay with their son because the dad he worked all the time so he couldn't stay there so they came to us and was like hey if you know joey if you'll go down with them mm -hmm. like, we'll we'll pay for tj to go here for the winter and then you know you just help out with the kids and stuff so that's it was like that's where it all kind of went crazy you know it kind of all was like okay like what are you gonna do here because i was still racing and then it's like all right like i had my time like you know getting older like now it's about him you know yeah he's got this opportunity that i couldn't afford that's what i was respect when I, I saw you do that you know you went from you know from a safe racing yourself and then you just put it all into your kid yeah you know? it was just it was done it was it was yeah. just time and it was just like you know he i knew i couldn't financially give him like that situation and mm -hmm. it came to us so unexpected it was like a no-brainer it's like you know you gotta it, it's just yeah okay so i just like cold turkey i just quit and um we went down there and it was a rough winter. It was a lot of learning because I don't know how to work on, I didn't know how to work on dirt bikes at the time. You're on these two strokes and it's like, you got to change the jetting for the temperature. You got to, and it's all sand. So if like, you know, you don't you get any kind of sand when you're changing the filter that drops in the motor, you just, we blew up. I don't know how many bikes I blew up that winter. It was like, <laughs> we, we, it would like, we'd ride and then blow a motor up and not ride for like three weeks. And it was like, but the, it was all trial and error you learn and he got he got a lot lot better like really fast and he was down there for three months yeah and then it's then you get into like the loretta stuff which is gigantic and as an amateur mm -hmm. and so he started doing qualifiers and then like he made it to loretta's that year and then it's like okay well now you got to send him to a facility to train for loretta's because loretta's is you know you're doing 15 minute motos and then he and it just got pretty out of control pretty quick and you were saying earlier, you were telling me how much some of these parents put into it, you know, like their own lives, but it's, you know, finance and stuff. Some yes. of these kids to, to hope for the hope of them to be good, right? Yeah, it's, it's, 
everybody goes all in with their kids with this, but like, you know, there's levels to it. Like, you know, there's a lot of very, very like people that are very financially well off. So, you know, their kids are at these facilities and it's just, you know, they got a mechanic, they got three bikes, they got, mm -hmm. you know, we're, we always did it like, you know, for the first two years, it was me not paying my mortgage. Wow. And just for the winter, like, and I tell him, like, cause I'm a straight shooter. I'm like, TJ, listen, I'm not paying the mortgage for three months. We're going to go down here for the winter. Mm -hmm. And when I go back to work in the spring, cause I know that I'm going to put my work boots on and go to work. So it's like, I'll just catch up on all my bills. Yeah. And you know, cause it's a lot of pressure. Still. Yeah, it is yeah, a lot yeah. of pressure, but it's yeah. like, if we're going to do this, yeah. like, I, he needed to know there's going to be a lot of sacrifices yes. made. So you're going to, cause at that age, are you, do you want to do it because you want to do it or do you want to do it because it's like cool and it's new? Did he really want to? Yeah, he really yeah. wanted it, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's like, I'm just like, you know, but I have had people say, well, why do you tell him? Why do you tell him? Like, why are you so? like, no, no, no. I'm a, oh, I'm a straight up. Like, he's going to know this shit. Like, yeah. You know, I'm not going to pay my mortgage for three months for you to do this. Right. You know, and like, I'll figure it out because I have figured shit out my whole life. Mm -hmm. But but you're going to know, like, if the minute that I see that you're not taking this shit serious, yeah. like, we're packing up and we're going. Yeah. But he was just always in. He just, he was always, he's known for being like such a hard worker. But we have always had like, I've only been able to give him like one dirt bike. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So our, like our practice bike was our race bike. And it mm -hmm. just, at that level, it just doesn't work. You think you can make it work and you can't make it work. And, and sponsorship for that kind of level of a rider then is like some free product and stuff. Or are you still buying stuff? No, I'm still buying stuff. You get, you know, he's still like the only thing that ever carried over is when he raced, you know, we rode for fly for like all those teams was fly and he you rode, were fly as well, yeah, right? Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. He rode for fly for all those years. So yeah, the fly stuff all the way up until that he was on fly all the way up until this year with this new team. He's right. Like, they have a gear deal. So he's with that family for like 17 years, yeah. which is pretty. And he was like really proud of that. You know what I mean? And you have no, you get on the team, you just have to do what the team says. Yeah. Right? So yeah. The, the team he signed with for this year has got a gear deal through FXR. So, mm -hmm. you know, and he was like, you know, cause Matt Baisley and like all that, like right, they all started, they took care, they, they were still floating TJ stuff. Yeah. And then it's like, they pushed him off to like the moto division mm -hmm. and then he got his own stuff like with that. So he was always like proud that he had that. Yeah, long that term. Long. And plus that, I mean, the Baisleys and yeah. know, right? they're all just great people, right? It's just mm -hmm. a great company. And uh, yeah, so we just like went all in and each year I figured out, you know, it went from like not paying like the mortgage to like, putting like budgeting money okay if i put this much money away every month mm -hmm. i can get through the winter and so it got better like a little bit better every winter because then i was just he was going south every winter yeah and um then it was like we got a practice bike you know what i mean and then just each year i'm still figuring it out like we yeah. do it to this day like on a budget and uh not it, a cheap sport is no, it? no no it's gnarly and, and the amateur stuff is pretty crazy but i look back at it and i'm like I don't think it needed to be, you get fed all this shit. Like it's gotta, you gotta do this. You gotta do this. You gotta do this. You gotta do this. And so mm -hmm. I think you could do it, you know, a little bit different. I would do some things different, but yeah, the whole, the, it's the whole Loretta thing as an amateur. Like TJ made it to Loretta's every year, which is, it's, and Loretta's is just like one weekend for the title, yeah, right? Yeah. So it's Loretta lens, but they only take, um, 40 total riders out of each class in the whole country. Okay. So you got to qualify. So yeah. it's, you know, you go to a regional, an area qualifier, they take, I think seven out of each area qualifier, and then all them go to a regional championship where they only take six from that whole region out mm -hmm. of the class, and they take six from like each region around the country, and it makes up the 40 
And then you guys... So Loretta's is kind of like the Grands, right? Yeah. It's like the best from everywhere. Best from everywhere. One shot for the title. You have to qualify for Loretta's and only 40 riders in the country in that class can go where it's like the ABA Grands. Anybody like, can go. Anybody can go. Like yeah. this one's, no, 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 no. Like you got it. You literally got to punch your to ticket to go there. Yeah. And you know, it, it's tough, especially when you have, you know, kids are fast. So mm -hmm. I mean, we, we made it every year. Um, but you know, then you're there for a week and that, you know, that's a $6,000 week. All oh my long. God. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And then everybody gets new bikes and you got to rebuild your bikes and, mm -hmm. and you know, it's, it's so you're literally there for a week. Literally there for a week. Holy crap. Yeah. 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 It's got to be, can't be cheap. So when did you turn pro? So you turned pro in 2000. Well, pro, he turned A, which is considered pro, but it's yeah. like, it's, you're still racing the amateur stuff, but you got to earn, you got to earn your points mm -hmm. to race outdoors. And then, then it's not like that now. Then you had to race arena cross to get your supercross points you, oh, okay. you weren't able to just like go race supercross mm -hmm. so yeah it was the carmichael that's when ricky carmichael was like back in the arena cross so he uh he had to earn his points for that which he did that really really quick mm -hmm. we got greedy so he got he got his points in three races he actually like was doing really good in that series and then we were like dude you're making money like we're like let's just keep racing yeah the series. stay here for and then he was because he was going to start 250 east it was, was like a month away, so he could squeak a couple more races in. And mm -hmm. he uh, he like over he came up short on like a big triple, fractured his ankle. So like back, we got greedy, you know what I mean? Where we should have just stuck to the plan. I, this is what I have learned with this sport. Make a plan and stick to stick it. Because right. soon, anytime we've ever like tried to get cocky or greedy, yeah. it's backfired in our face. Okay. Every single time. So stick to the plan. Yeah, and it's, you got to stick to the plan. And... It uh so that set us back and then um yeah it was like full fledged supercross outdoors since then, but he's had a lot of injuries which everybody he was out last year right yeah last year he was out so what does he do when he's out just kind of rehab and yeah last year was a tough one mm. so he was he was ripping like like going really really good mm -hmm. it was a week before East Coast kicked out from Houston mm -hmm. he was going down to um where Roxon and all them ride mm -hmm. because for two MTF got a lot of rain and that's the training facility where's that where he's at so he yeah. was going he was going south where it was clear you know in like Claremont Florida to ride so he went down there one week him and his buddy him and his buddy Luca came back and then the week of Houston it was gonna rain and I'm like dude you gotta and this I take responsibility I'm like you know you gotta ride we, you know we can't miss days because that's another thing like I've like it's always like you think you gotta you gotta ride 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 mm -hmm. and or you're gonna lose it and we went down there and last moto he went down for two days first day was fine second day last moto last lap washed the front end fractured his <sighs> his tip he just foot planted and his femur like he went through and he broke his tibia uh. or his femur plateau and he called me just devastated and i'm like why the f like i was like you're just gutted. Yeah. Like literally you're... So the plan's out the window. Out the window. Your East Coast starts literally in three days and the whole plan's out the window. So you have to say the team then? How does it work with the team and everything? Well, like he was... He, and that's another thing. His first team, he's always been just me. And then last year he signed with this team 3D racing. So it was like, it was huge. Like we got a, like a race bike for free and stuff. Mm -hmm. and it's like, that's a big deal. But you were telling me you still put a lot of your own money in yourself. Yeah, practice yeah. stuff. But like getting a race bike at the rate, like he was actually for the first time going to have like a race motor because we've always done like stock stuff. We, mm -hmm. I can't, because a race motor is, you know, 
eight grand. Cool. So we'd put like ignitions on stuff. And um, so we had a full motor and it was, yeah, it just sucked. And you call the team and you got to like, let them know, you know? And it's like, but we threw, I threw everything at him, his rehab. Like, we're like, I'm like, this kid worked too hard. We're going fucking racing somehow. Yeah. And <laughs> six weeks, broken leg. We went to Detroit and fucking literally took his cast off that week. <laughs> he rode around the supercross track, like doubled a few things. And he's like, fuck it, let's just go racing. Right. And so he got a couple rounds and he did, he got, he got better. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, as it went on and then, you know, made the main in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. So that was huge. Like, cause, cause no, we kept it hush hush. Mm -hmm. Um, not for no reason, like to keep it hush. It was just like, it was, it hurt too much to even talk about it. You know right. What I mean? So, um, Atlanta, I think he raced Detroit. He actually rode way better than I did. Just missed from making the main. And then I forget what the, and then it went to Atlanta and he made the main out of the heat. And it was just like, as a, like, I knew how much this kid just went through. So it was like, he like the, he came around and like dropped the, the bike and like hugged me and stuff. And it was like a relief for him, you know? What I mean? Yeah. It was yeah. So tough to make. So other people don't really realize it's so tough to make those mains mm -hmm. and like people, you know, they only take 40 to the night show. A lot of fast kids don't make that top 40. Right. And it's not because they suck by no means. They're just not good at qualifying. Like mm -hmm. they're better racers than they are. Like a lot of good people don't make that top 40 where, which it's kind of, I don't like in most, like, oh, kid sucks. He didn't even make the top 40. I'm like, no, if you've seen that kid that didn't yeah. make the top 40 riding a supercross track at He's a local good. track, you'd be like, oh my God. Like, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, and then this year is going pretty good. So tell us, you were telling me, uh, new isn't new team this year? Yeah, getting more support. Yeah, a lot more support. So we signed with um, Rock River Yamaha, and uh, yeah, it's full. It's it's good. It's there. Yeah, it's he's got a race bike, and this is the first time ever that he's had a pra a practice bike and a race bike with the same motor. Because mm -hmm. I've never been able to do um, like our practice bikes always normally stock, mm -hmm. and then we try to build them a race bike as best like as what I could afford. But the problem is like you go to the races and you're not used to that motor. It hits different. You get arm pump cause it's faster, you know, it's yeah. you all over the place. So you're not used to the bike and it, it just with TJ, it just never worked. For, his lap times would always be faster on a stock bike than if I got him a race bike. Mm -hmm. And so this year with this new team, he's got, he has the same, we did a motor test down in Florida like the week before Christmas and, uh, it was, he had three motors to choose from. It was a two-day test. So he kind of found what he wanted, and they built one motor for him. And he has that in his – that same exact motor in his practice bike and his race bike. So, so it's, yeah. Yeah, so when he comes out here, he's riding the same thing. So it's not so awkward, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's good. The season so far? Good, good. Anaheim, Even though the weather's been crazy, right? Yeah, the weather's been crazy. It's like I, it's like I actually brought the weather from New York out here. <laughs> um Anaheim couldn't have went any better. I mean, you never want to, he had, he practiced good. His heat race, he actually came from dead last to uh, back to 10th. They only take nine. So he had to go to the LCQ, which excuse me, you never ever want to do because anything can happen. But he won the LCQ, so that was good. Mm -hmm. um, some good TV time though, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, he got some yeah. good TV time. And then um, I know after the race, I had so many like messages, which, which is, 
that's one thing like I do love like about BMX. Literally ninety percent of them were like old BMX. People. I mean, that's why I like watching your Instagram like race weekend because yeah. I like all the stuff in the pits and yeah. that. You know, yeah, and you're always cool. you're doing I, that. I try stuff. to do that because yeah. it's like it's like a lot of people back home. Mm. You know, like to see it. You know, when my mom pays, I, I just post it for family. And yeah, that, so. yeah, but it's cool for us yeah. to see as well. And so it was cool. Again, you don't want to go to the else. Yeah, you made a couple extra bucks, but you don't want to. You don't want to. But it worked out how yeah. it was supposed to work out, and then. Last weekend in San Francisco, it was, a, it was just a nightmare with the mud, and he had a he had an issue that caused him to get a they canceled free practice, and then they were supposed to have the two time practice, and he had an issue in the first time practice that was out of his control, and he uh, didn't get a fast lap in, and then they canceled the second one, so he didn't even make the fast forty. Wow! So he was he was not happy. I mean, no. fly all the way to San Francisco, you don't even long, get to race. Long, yeah. so much effort into one week in yeah. there. One week. And I was like, oh, it's for the you know, it was a it was a sh I'm like, yeah, but he's like, he's trying to stack these points. Yeah, you know what I mean, and you're trying to make main, you're trying to make money. You know, yeah. what I mean? so you lost out on money, you lost out on points, and like you, you were a racer. It's like mm. man, you, have, you just go from this all time high. Yeah, you know, from last weekend, now you're on an all time low. It's a complete up and down, into yeah. you know, emotions got to be really tough. And then you got to wait, which thank God you can. You get to, you know, do better in six days, but it's like that six days, like when you do shitty, feels like even like when we race, it's yeah. like it feels like it takes two weeks. Yeah, you know? yeah. And then this weekend was was good. He rode in practice good, and his practice he qualified fifteenth in the A guys, which I think that's his best this year. What well, is the best this year? Mm -hmm. And then um, you know the track the track was good for free practice. It went to shit in time practice, like they got like three laps and then it started pouring and the track was just an ice skating rink and then um yeah then the skies opened up and mm -hmm. that was it, it was like, like i say is even like um he's still even though like three races in probably still doesn't really know where he's at yet right yeah. so hopefully this weekend it's gonna be dry yeah so yeah. that's that's what he was saying so yeah this this past weekend in san diego and he's like he was just like you know he's so ready just to, to mm -hmm. have a good weekend because the last weekend and then um we were talking about it yes last night it was like you know that he raced the heat again ha actually had a really good start but he ran into the back of i think he said jordan smith he fell mm -hmm. so he was in i think that on tv that i watched i saw that on like tv 11th. yeah yeah he yeah. was like 11th so it's like oh perfect you gotta pick off a couple people yeah and get in and get in but he got he came from dead last mm -hmm. but he got back to 10th but they only take nine mm -hmm. so now it's like Again, last chance again. <laughs> last chance again. And you don't want to, and you really don't want to go in, in the mud. Right. You know, anything could happen. Yeah. So it was like a big rush for the team to get the bike ready for the LCQ, but he made it happen. And uh, he got in, and then the main, it was uh, so like he was saying, it was like, he's like, Dad, it literally was like four different tracks I rode. Mm -hmm. It was like, you know, the, the free practice, the track was mint, you know, mm -hmm. and then our time qualifying, it wasn't bad. We got times in, and then the heat was. It was just trash. The LCQ was trash. And then they got to the mains. And believe it or not, he said the track, which it did. It got better as the main. But he was so bummed on himself because he was so focused, like, looking down where he's going so he didn't crash. And he's never raced a Supercross in the mud. Right. So he was actually been a good, like, outdoor rider in the mud. So I was like, oh, I think he's going to do But it's a whole He's like, it, did, it don't matter. It's just a different. whole different ball game. Mm -hmm. And it took him, like, a bit to realize. Because then they started jumping stuff. Mm -hmm. And then it he caught on to that late taking bad lines and he so he was mad at himself that he didn't adapt like with the track it, it well he was mad that it took him so long to realize that what they were doing mm -hmm. and to adapt with the track so you know he got 20th but again 
it's like point. We got points. We're in the main. Those mains. Are, and you can still make decent money, right? Yeah, you're yeah, saying. You're still, you're still, as soon as you're in the main, you're doing yeah, good yeah. with your sponsors and stuff. Exactly. So you made the teams happy. You got more advertisement. Like we're in another main, which is you know tough to do. Yeah. And uh, you made building. more points for SMX. So yeah, on to, on on. That's awesome. So what's the? I mean, between races. Like I say, he's going to, even though it's on the West Coast, he's flying back because of the weather, obviously. You said he, he goes back east and yeah. just so we can get some riding in, right? Yeah, so we, we when we just, because he signed with the, we normally always do 250 East. We don't, we don't come out here. It's not financial. It just doesn't work financially for mm -hmm. me to make it happen. It's too much money. And, but the team signed him for 250 West. So if he wasn't on a team, we wouldn't be out here. We'd be doing 250 East because it's way, it's just closer and all that stuff. So yeah. We did it all like, okay, do we come out here for the whole West Coast swing? And it's mm -hmm. like, you got to get a, got to get a house. You got to mm -hmm. get, I mean, I know a lot of like people out here, like from BMX wise, like, yeah. you know, my sister's down here and, and all that stuff. But it's like, it's, I got to find a gym. Like mm -hmm. he's on a, his program is his program. So yeah. it's like, you know, it, it's cycling every morning and it's like, so financially it was actually cheaper for him to fly back and forth. Cause I have to have a rental car out here. You, yeah, know, you gotta have a house, and, you gotta have yeah. food, like all that stuff. So Flying back and forth sucks, but I mean, a lot of the guys- But you can jump it. right into your routine. Right back into your routine. So you yeah. fly home Sunday morning, Monday, you do your recovery ride, Tuesday, you're back in the motos, Wednesday, you're back in the motos, you do your motos, Thursday, you're on a flight back out here. Yeah. So it just, it just made more sense for him to do that. Mm -hmm. He was gonna, we were gonna have him stay out here this week because he has a break after this week. Yeah. And you know what, staying at my sister's, it's free and you know, mm -hmm. her boyfriend, Adam, like let us borrow the truck and yeah so he was just gonna ride at the yamaha track and uh or find any track I and mean, there's a lot of tracks around here but it all worked seeing it it was gonna rain he just went back home and yeah and his race bike has to get you know ready and i think rebuilt for for this weekend and he's doing press this weekend mm -hmm. so uh yeah it just made sense with the weather being like it was because i don't i don't even know if nobody rode Obviously Monday, definitely not yesterday. Maybe they're riding today. It's so important for, for Supercross guys then to get straight back on it, just yeah. for the feel of the bike, and yeah, it's, it's, you don't want to lose that too much time between riding them, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you got to stay on the bike, and it's like like all the guys that are out here I've seen, they all went out to the hills. They're all riding in the they're hills. They're just looking for like little just windows at time, just, yeah, just to so, get on the bike and just yeah. keep, the, keep the blood flowing. It's like yeah. sometimes I'm kind of like, I don't know, dude. See, BMX, you could blow it off and turn it into a rest day and be maybe more yeah, fresh next, exactly. next, I think next you, weekend. I think it's just like yeah. the lifestyle. Like, I just think it's so programmed like mm -hmm. in Supercross. Like, you got to ride, you got to ride, you got to ride. Yeah. But these guys are just robots. And it's, and just, it's mentally that they yeah, got to be on their program. Yeah, yeah. they got to be on their program. So TJ flew home, rode. And, but then, like, we didn't know we were impressed until yesterday. So now it's you ride one last day. Because, mm -hmm. you, you know, you want to go into, you're going to ride. So press is like you go Thursday and you do early morning news and yeah, go around the track and stuff. Yeah. I've seen it on the news sometimes when there's yeah. a racing town. It'll be Friday morning. Yeah. He'll do, it's 7.30, I think. He'll do press. and Which is cool because you get to learn the track a little bit. You get some yeah. Track. Now, you don't get to ride the whole entire track. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, you know, take, especially this weekend, it's going to get triple crown. So, you know, getting that track time, it's kind of like a little extra free practice. Yeah. So then when you go in the free practice Saturday morning, you already have most of the track dialed in, you know? And you were saying yourself that the weekend is just like nonstop. Not like you can just sit back and go watch everything and no, chill. And no, like you say, you guys are on it nonstop, right? Yeah, it's it's like, even for me, like him being on this team, there's so much lifted. Like TJ's always done his own bike work. Mm -hmm. I was telling you before, like he's, I kind of made him become a mechanic. You said you like, got him to go on YouTube and yeah, like, learn like, it. Dude, like, <laughs> like, 
I can't afford for you to have a mechanic down here. You got to figure this out. And so it's like, yeah, he made him, he took his motor out of his bike, took mm-hmm. it apart. That's great. He put out a table and a bunch of paper towels and he like numbered everything. <laughs> That's cool. And yeah, he did that like three times just, and now he does, all, he, he can take a motor. He does. But like what you stuff. said, it's, it's good money in the bank because after he's racing and getting to the industry, he can be a mechanic. He's, yeah. he's learning for down the road as well. Yeah, just to so be he, involved. It was tough for him to figure it out. And as a dad, it's like, you know, you wish you can afford for him to have a mechanic and it's less on his plate because they have so much on their plate. But it's like, bro, this is, we do this on a budget. You're going to figure this out. And yeah, yeah long term. So now it, it sucked probably for him in the mm-hmm. beginning, but now it's like, he, it, like when this is all over, he can get a job as a mechanic, you know, no yeah. problem. You know what I mean? He knows how to do everything. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so it's, it's good. You know, that's the good part about it. So like saying, you're not doing outdoors. So, but now there's, you know, I listen to some of the podcasts and stuff. This, uh, uh, WSX. Yeah. Can you get into that? I don't know the, the ins and outs of all that. It's kind of like, I, I think some of the, and I could be totally like wrong about that, but seeing how some people got like the rides like this year, it's like, I think you got to kind of be in with some of these teams because right. WSX pays the teams a budget. So you can't just roll in and do it. You got to be on a team. Yeah. Right? You got to yeah. be on a team. And I was just told, I don't even know if this is like true, but I was just told that, that this year they're not doing two fifties. It's going to be one class. Oh, uh, okay. So, so if that's true, there's even way less rides. Yeah. You know? Cause I think what's each team, I think three riders per team. So now they, I mean, I guess not because they, I think they had, yeah, I don't know what the whole, what the whole deal is, but suppose, word is right now that I was, that I heard is that they're not going to have two fifties doing it. I don't know if that's even true. I don't mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So it would be good to get into that because Supercross is his thing. That's what he's good at. Yeah. You know, and I truly believe it's like the BMX background. 100%, yeah. I believe that. Um, outdoors, not anybody that says they enjoy the outdoors is just lying. Like, you just says it's a slug, right? Yeah, you're just, you're just lying. It's, it's <laughs> like, you know what I mean? If you're, it's, I mean, I'm sure there's a couple people that like enjoy it, but like 30, you know, 30 minutes times two motos, you know, in 100 degree weather, it's, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, the pay is atrocious. So, it's not that he doesn't like outdoors. It's just, it's just not like you get to a point where you got to stop doing it for like enjoyment. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you got to do what's financially. And if, you know, I send him racing outdoors because even though he's on a team, I still have a financial obligation. I got to still take care of a lot of stuff. Yeah. It just, it just doesn't like make sense. But with the, with the SMX, if he doesn't get all of his points, you know, through Supercross, he's going to have to race a couple outdoors to, get into that series because yeah. every that's like he that's his goal like he wants to be in that series this year yeah and it's like so when when there's not much going on it can, it's like local pro-ams and stuff where you can go make a little bit of money to do do, 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 do stuff you like can, that on. but he so he lives in florida full-time and um like back home you can by us but like where he lives there's not like much rate it's all just training facilities right so it's not much of that going on so like you know one summer he came home and like i needed I need to help pretty bad. So he, he came home and worked for me for a summer and yeah. just, you know, just stacked all that money and yeah. and all that stuff. But I mean, it was miserable for him, but he knew I needed to help. So he just came home and helped me. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't know what the, I if, think, he, if he's going to have to this summer, like if, if he doesn't get the points and he's going to have to do like, you got, you can't just show up to an outdoor and just race. You know I mean, good shape, he's right? a bigger kid. So he races outdoors. We do 450 mm-hmm. because how big he is, because it's just, you can't be on a 250. You know, unless you're on like a star bike or, you know, a PC bike on a 250, it's, you know, those yeah. bikes are, you know, I might get, somebody might get mad for me saying this, but they're, you know, they're, they're probably almost 
eight to 10 horsepower faster than what TJ's on right now. Wow. And TJ's bike right now, like for us, it's really good. Like mm-hmm. he, he, it's the best bike he's ever had. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's a really good balanced bike and real good, but which, you know, that 10 horse isn't huge in supercross, but that, that horsepower difference, whatever it is, mm-hmm. outdoors is gigantic, especially when yeah. TJ's six two. You know, he's mm-hmm. six foot. He's he's a bigger boy. I mean, he lost twenty four pounds this year just to wow. get lighter on that two fifty. Oh, that's not easy. Nah, I mean, he lost twenty four total pounds, but fifteen pound race pounds from like last year. Mm-hmm. You know? So just wow. weight gives up horsepower. Yeah, is there uh, any particular riders, teams you you guys look up to, aspire to, or? I mean, who's a real, I mean, we read and see everything on TV and obviously you're in the pitch. You've probably seen yeah. a whole lot more than what we hear and see. I mean, T- we're maybe biased because, you know, TJ's got a lot of buddies on the team and TJ gets to ride with them like a lot, but like I stars, the stars, the best team out there. Yeah. Wise. I mean, although the PC bikes are like really, really good this year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I mean, at that level, like you would be honored to be on any one of those teams. Yeah. They're all so good, right? But like, you know, TJ's got a connection with Star. They're, mm-hmm. You know, the, he gets to ride there with those guys. A bunch of his butt, like good friends are on the team and stuff. So, you know, like we're always pulling for like the Star guys just because there's that, you know, mm-hmm. that connection. The teams, they don't, they don't half-ass anything. No, it's so professional just looking in, yeah. you know. And like TJ used to train at the goat farm, like mm-hmm. when Ricky owned it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Ricky's mom, who, who still actually works at Star, running the stopwatch, which is kind of crazy. But um, TJ was there, and then, like, to, to see, like, what that place is now compared to, like, what it was. Like, yeah. Where, fat, every, it's, cra- it's absolutely crazy what they've done to that place. Yeah. What's your th- I was watching the drama with uh, Jet Lawrence at the weekend with Anderson. What's your thoughts on all that? So I think, you know, I was, like, watching the race. And, uh, cause you know, when TJ races, I, I honestly don't watch the race. I just watch TJ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know, you glance up to like, see how far it is yeah. before he gets the person in front of him. But that like the 450 races, I always actually like watch. And so I watched that and my opinion, it, well, first of all, Anderson's a veteran, right? Mm-hmm. And like, he's not giving up a position to anyone. Right. And you know, Jet was fast and trying to pass it, you know, it's, mm-hmm. and, and you know, in Jet's mind, it's points, points, championship, championship, but yeah. Anderson's thinking the same thing. It's not mm-hmm. like he's off to a bad start. No, he's no. in this thing. Absolutely. So I seen the finish line at the finish. I seen Jet go up to him and I seen him, and my exact, I literally said this out loud to the guy that was watching next to me. I said, fuck, he shouldn't have done Big that. mistake. Big mistake. <laughs> There's two people out there you do not want to do that to, and that's Anderson and that's Barsha. Right. And like, we personally know Bar. Like, Barsha's from New York, where, like, yeah. not far from where we are. And, um, they're like, like, they're the two people, like, they're mm-hmm. the most aggressive in the thing. Like, they'll go out of their way to, like, make sure, like, you want this championship. Like, mm-hmm. you don't want to make an enemy. No. Like, with him. It's kind of like, Back in the day, like you guys probably didn't want to make an enemy with purse. No, like, no, knew, no. You know no, what I'm saying? You yeah. knew. It's the same thing. Like mm. everyone knows. And like I'm like, he because he grabbed Anderson first. And mm-hmm. then when you see Anderson just grab his helmet and just yank it. He's down. not gonna take that, yeah, was he's he? He's not no. gonna take it down. And then then the whole Instagram like I don't the whole Instagram post yesterday where Anderson kinda of lit him up and stuff. And yeah. yeah. So basically he said everybody apologized except for Jet himself. Yeah, yeah everybody apologized except yeah. for Jet and right. everybody did his cleanup work and it's like you know, <laughs> and it's like you I mean, he's a he's an OG, and yeah, he doesn't yeah. take shit from nobody neither. So it's, no. it's a little bit different, and yeah. So I think maybe if Jet like went to him mm-hmm. like a man and was like, "Hey, listen, dude, like I fucked up," but I mean, you know, I think 
I don't think it's an excuse because I, um, I don't like think this is an excuse, but it gets used a lot now. Like, mm -hmm. you know, he is whatever he is, 21, 20, he's young. You know, that's what everybody, oh, he's young, but it's like, come on, man. Mm -hmm. You know, he's, he's a champion. He's a two fifth. The kid's yeah. completely badass. You know, it's like, so it's, yeah, it's going to be interesting this weekend. Good drama though. Yeah. And, and yeah. you've seen the post like I did. Yeah. Yeah. It now. Yeah. So yeah, it should be good. That's awesome. I say, I, I, I always followed motocross, not super deep, but I've always followed what you've done, obviously, you know, with your son and always watched it from the, you know, going to Anaheim and watching McGrath in, in the 90s when we used to live in Huntington. Uh, but I just love it now with social media where you can listen to podcasts and you can, like I yeah. say, all the dramas and stuff. It's really cool. Yeah, it's what do you think BMX could learn from, uh, you know, motocross, supercross or anything that could could help our sport, you think? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a good, like, I think, so, you know what my, my so I still keep track of, like BMX. So I, yeah. love, I, I just absolutely love it. Right? Yeah. I don't do it, but I love it. So up until I think maybe they hired somebody, you know, it used to drive me crazy. I used to always pay attention to the nationals and like, like, I'm not like a big Twitter guy, but it's like, fuck, you couldn't get the results at these races for sure. Right. It's like, you know, Moto, you have Racer X, who's, mm -hmm. who's somebody's tweeting the heat, like in practice all yeah. day long, like the heat times, who, who made it like LCQ, like who made top four, which LCQs are basically semis and BMX. Mm -hmm. And it's like. You never, it's like, you can't even, like, can somebody, Find out. like, yeah, and I think works. this new guy, somebody's on it, because it's like, it has definitely gotten better this year. I yeah. Don't know if they hired somebody or what, maybe even at the end of last year, like, last year, I think it started getting, like, better. Yeah. So, I just think they don't, obviously, we're biased, because we, we know BMX is badass, right? But it's mm -hmm. almost like, sometimes I think, like, they just accept it is what it is. It is what it is, yeah. Because like, so, social media is such a big platform for free advertisement. And it's like, man, why don't they take advantage of yeah. like this? I get it. Like BMX, BMX don't have media going to the race. It has all you guys that, you know, you guys that do podcasts. That mm -hmm. still like, or, but other than that, there's like... No real media, no. no. real media. No, there's not. There's not like at all. And so it's kind of like, you know, you don't... I was talking to Jay Rich about this like yesterday. It's like, you don't want to be like... Oh, back in our day, you know, right. but more your guys because you guys come from that like that mm -hmm. real '90s like era. You know, yeah. I was I was after that, but it's like there used to be like American talent mm -hmm. deep, deep, mm -hmm. deep, deep, deep. Like even after you guys, you know, like you know, Bubba, Mikey, like it's mm -hmm. like, and it's you know, I don't know, it's just I don't feel like it's the same. I, I just and I could be totally wrong, but mm -hmm. I just don't like. Who's coming up? Like, no, like, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, definitely different now. It's gone more worldwide with the Olympics, World Cups. Um, and yeah, the, the US talent. There is guys coming up. You know, the Cam Woods, obviously mm -hmm. a big deal. And there's still some good guys. Bacardo, Larson, you know, some of these guys down in Florida. But it's like, yeah, it's not like, you know, our era. And like, say, even, you know, a few years later when, when you was all into it, you'd have, mm -hmm. you know, semis at Worlds with uh, six Americans on each side, you yeah, know, it's, it's, tough. it's, it's, tough it's to different like to see. And it's like, so, I mean, I guess it doesn't like answer the question. I, I mean, I just think like the Supercross, it's like, it's a show, mm -hmm. like, like it's literally like a show. And it's like, you know, even like when we raced, like, I don't feel it's like a show. I just feel like it's everybody just comes, does their thing. And mm -hmm. it's like, it's gone. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, you know, I think they have gotten better, but like, why aren't the pros just like, why are they racing? And maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong. Like, just have them do their thing Friday, Saturday night, which I think they do at some of the races, yeah. you know, make a big thing make of a big it. Big deal, yeah. Kind of put a put more, because I know when I was coming up, it was like you guys, I mean, like, you know, 
TNT, Jay Rich was like my guy, right? Yeah. He was from Jersey. And, mm -hmm. and so it was like, you couldn't wait to like watch those guys, right? Mm -hmm. It was like, you guys were in all the magazines and like all that stuff. And I don't, I don't feel like it's like, I don't feel like our top guys are like promoted no. like by no means. It's like, you know what I mean? It's, it's like, it's just a lot of them. It's even a boring watch, you know, their Instagrams and stuff, you know, you got a few guys got a bit of flavor. I think yeah. Ricardo's got good flavor and yeah, he even got, Nick he, Kimmons post different stuff. And oh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a handful of you know, the French guys. I actually still think in. personally, like mm. Anthony, I think he does Ricardo. I think because yeah. I actually follow him. Cause yeah. I'm the same thing. He posts, like he's not hiding his training shit. No, you know, yeah. He's posting. He's po like I think his shit. Is, I think he's one of the best. Yeah, it's real talk. And, into, yeah. and when he's like, you know, he did his shoulder last year. Like, yeah, he, he took everybody through that like whole process. Yeah, it's like that's what gets you nowadays. Like everybody wants like the drama. And, yeah, you know, they want like the, all the shit, and it's like that dude was taken. I don't even race BMX. I never met the kid in my life, but it's mm -hmm. like I watch his pay attention to him because mm -hmm. he's got flavor he's exciting like, yeah even the the low times like when he wasn't doing good like he just keeps it real and it's like like guys that shit sells now yeah like well I, I like on your side of the film Nicoletti yeah you know he's funny yeah. in interviews he swears yeah. and he, he he's from up your way right he's a New, New York, York guy yeah, yeah. New York boy so yeah. it's like he get you know he's taking all his pictures on his thing every week and they're like three-year-old kids giving the finger and yeah so, you know what I mean like yeah some people I love all that yeah and it's like people love him you mm -hmm. know like the Bacardo kid, like, like it's, I genuinely go to that kid's page. Never spoke to him a day in my life. Right. It's like, he's just he's a good flavor. follower. Yeah. He's a good, he's a good follower. I just think more people, you know, Barry's, obviously Barry has a social media. Yeah. But he's, he, Barry's been good at that, like forever. Yes. You know I mean? And he's such an all around, like legit bike rider. But even now, like Barry's a dad, you know, mm -hmm. he's married. And it's like his, his shit still like, it's, it's. For his age, right? Like he's mm -hmm. grown up and stuff and it's like, but it's still good. Yeah, it's you a know? good story. It's Sorry. a good product, you know? It's a good story. You know? No, I agree. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, I think more people just need to, like, why is Barry's product so good? He's vet, he's vet pro, right? You know, still, but it's like, why are like these other guys' products like what like like Barry like you know, Barry's think, at the tail end of it having fun like yeah he Bar we all know but Barry. his media is the all time best all -time at least best. in in the BMX world yeah, you know it's everything he does and I think he's realized that maybe because to be top at double A it's so hard and you got so much pressure if these guys want to go to the Olympics they don't you know social media is probably a, a pain in the ass well I know over the years guys are sponsored sometimes it's just a pain in the ass they don't want to do it. Where Barry's like, okay, I don't have to worry too much about making the main in AA now. I can I can yeah. still train hard, have fun, but I can still document it all and show more value than probably a lot of the top AA's, you know, or most of them. But you know? in flip side, like in Supercross, all those guys have blogs. So mm -hmm. they got somebody following around with a camera all the time. I get it. Like these top guys have way more money than yeah. you know, BMX. There's not, you know, there's not much money. I'm sure the sponsors don't pay like... like. But it's an investment on yourself, it's really. It's an investment on yourself. Yeah. It's like, you know, Barry's, he's got these, you know, and I don't know what his finances, but he's got these outside gigs, mm. you know what I'm saying? So if he's got, he's got all these outside gigs, you know, he's x he's got, like, you know, even if he's only making a little bit of money from each one, like he's mm. making a little bit of money from all these groups, which yes. ends up being like big money. So and when like, he's showing that, might attract somebody else looking exactly, in, you know? Exactly, again, Barry's always had a knack for it, right? Mm -hmm. Even when he was double A, he's, he's just always been like good with that stuff. But I just think that these guys like, did the vlogs or, you know, we're more socially active than that. It attracts like a little bit more stuff. And you know, mm. I was on, um, not to like jump to, I was on at the gym this morning and you know, I follow ABA and like all that stuff. And yeah. Huffy BMX is back. I saw that as well. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I know they, um, 
they sponsored Stu Thompson last because he was a Huffy guy in the 80s. They sponsored him just for Dirty Fest weekend um, last year. And they did have a fleet of bikes there and that. But yeah, it looks like um, looks like they're back. Yeah, they sponsored uh, Carly Kane, I think, I, I read yeah, this morning. Yeah, check, which was weird because last yeah. night, we're just talking about, I went to dinner with um, my sister and her boyfriend, Adam, mm. and we were talking about like, just old, like Christmas classic and stuff, right? Yeah. And, uh, the dirt jumps and all that. We were just reminiscing like about just old BMX times. And we were talking about the convention center. Remember they used to start out in the hallway? And yes. Like all that. So then of course, literally I'm on Instagram and what pops up. Corey Nostalgia, he makes a post of the yeah. Christmas classic. Right. He's on Huffy. You know I actually saying? saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and, yeah. Then, and then um, this morning that thing pops up mm. with the Huffy. I'm like, and it's like, and now I'm remembering like when I first got on Dan's, we were, we had... Dan's was sponsored by Huffy Frames. Oh, yes, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. they were huge in the night. So, like, say, the Wildman Road Forum, yeah. Corey, Jimmy Levan. I mean, they had a Stumphauser. Yeah. Yeah, so they had some serious money, a big truck. So, yeah. I don't know if they're coming back at that scale, but it'd be interesting to see what they yeah, do, so you know? I just thought I was like crazy. We are just talking about it yesterday. And yeah. We were talking about well, it's like, like you think about something or you talk about something at home, you, you turn on your Facebook or your Instagram, yeah. it's right there looking at you, yeah, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so, so good stuff Joey let's wrap it up even though I could talk on forever I, lo I love the motocross talk and stuff as well supercross um, what's in the future you know TJ yourself yeah just I'm any just chance gonna... of getting back on a BMX you think mm, I, you know I, I mountain bike a ton with Sean Dupree yeah and I've gotten to that pretty I see that yeah the last couple of years I'm, I'm like having a blast and we've, we've talked about it and it's like you know seeing like Barry, Kalen, like, come and race, and you know what I'm saying? Like, seeing those guys have fun. Like, I have, like, thought about it. Like, you know, just to, like, get back on it. And my parents still run the track down there. It's like, but then it's like, dude, the mountain bike's so fun. I know. Like, it was, I'm, so I'm, I'm, I'm close to jumping in, but I know so when I do, it's going to be tough to go it's, back. It's like going to yeah. the bike park and just lapping it and, like, just the, the sizes of jumps you can hit on these things. And, yeah. Like, you know, just reconnecting, like, with Sean and, like, I'm having so much fun. And then it's like, do I want to sit in a field? Like, not to, like, be, like, a Debbie Downer. Do I want to, like, right. go to a race and then, like, sit, like, race and sit around where, like, I could be just mountain biking, like, all, all day. day. It's, like, tough. But me and Sean have talked about, I mean, he's, he's obviously, like, much older than me. But, like, yeah. going to, like, one of the bigger races and just to kind of just see everybody. Because I do miss everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? I try to keep in touch. I'm, I'm still really close with Kaylin. Mm -hmm. You know, Tyler, me and Tyler keep in touch still. And uh, it's... But it's tough. You, know, mm -hmm. you go to something like that, like Kalen, now I talked to him after the Grands, and it, you know, it's a lot. He's flying from Australia and stuff, but it's yeah. like you, you get to see everybody in like one spot. I've gotten lucky from here, like seeing Jay Rich running in the DB randomly yesterday. Yeah. And all that stuff. A lot of people in San Diego alone. Yeah, yeah. So it's like yeah. I actually just like miss the old family of everybody. Yeah. So oh, the pitch could, stuff, you know, yeah, it's always fun. Yeah, just the pit, the pit talking. So, so I have thought about it. I don't know if I'll do it, but I'm not going to say like, no, if I could plan something like with a bunch of buddies, like, hey, let's just do this race. Yeah. We're all at the same race, just have a good time. Mm -hmm. You know, like my all time favorite. I would love to do it at like a Nashville. Right. It's just one of my favorite tracks. Yeah, that's a good scene there. Yeah, I have thought about it, but man, the mountain bike stuff, I'm having a good time with it. I see everybody, cons and all them guys, they just, yeah, they. Yeah. They swear by all these dudes that are doing it, you know. It's so. crazy. All old BMXers do it. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's just, yeah, it's crazy. It's good great. stuff. Yeah, it's good times. Joey. Thanks for coming over. Thanks for talking. It was great. Um, everybody listening, make sure you, uh, you know, most BMXs or majority follow Supercross and Motocross. So if, if you don't already, keep an eye on TJ. Watch him this weekend. And uh, yeah, good luck this season. And uh, we'll all be watching your Instagram stories. Yeah, I appreciate it. And uh, yeah, thanks for coming over. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. Cheers.